Hello and welcome to another episode of MCU for Dummies. I am dummy number two. It still never feels right. That is dummy number one. Today we are talking about what if Doctor Strange lost his heart and not his hands. Can I be honest, when I first read the title, I thought, oh, this is a really fun idea. I told you this right off the bat. I said, I don't get it. It never clicked with me. This episode did not resonate with me at all. I really struggled to get through like the final part of it. I was checking the time and was doing the whole like, all right, there's just eight minutes left in this Disney Plus original. Uh, okay, there's six minutes left. Okay, there's four minutes left here. I don't get it. It's one of the highest rated episodes of What If so far. You liked it. Uh, so maybe you could tell me why I am misunderstanding <laughs> here. And, and what, am I, what am I missing yeah, no, I I understand your your thought. I I think there's a couple of things that really make this one stand out. Now we've talked about uh, the DCEU with a number of folks on this on this channel, right? Rejected Hannah. We've talked about it with. We've talked about it with Leo Rydell. Um, I don't think we've talked about it with Daisy Johnston or with Ron Solo of POC Culture, and now I have plugged every single person that we've had on the podcast, so nobody can say that we do nothing for Charge you. Charge him up. Um, He's plugging away. <laughs> um, but we've talked about the DCEU, and we know for a fact that a lot of fans of the DCEU really love when the movies go dark, right? They love uh, Zach, Zack Snyder's Justice League because it has consequences. Like, people like consequences. That's why... Endgame has the popularity it does. That's why Infinity War has the popularity it does is because movies that have consequences are important, right? Stories that have consequences are important. Now, I am not a big believer that comic book movies need to be sad. That's not fun. Like we don't need people dying in every version of a comic book movie. We don't need to like, it doesn't need to be dark all the time. That's why like all the Batman movies are weird to me sometimes because it always just has to be angry white man beating people up all the time, like mentally unstable Batman just beating up on people. It's weird. I understand why it's good sometimes, not all the time. Marvel doesn't do it a lot. I think Marvel does it in really like really measured ways. They have maybe dark scenes or they have maybe some dark characters but they very rarely have like very dark stories. Infinity War and Endgame, that's pretty dark, man. Like this guy comes down and wipes out half half the fucking universe. Like that's intense, right? And the next one, like Tony Stark, a guy we've known for for 13 years, dies like dead, dead, not like coming back, not Lokiing himself, not just kind of like oh, kind of hurt, whatever. Dead, dead. Guy's donezo, right? Consequences, they're important. It's a little dark, but it's not as dark as some other storylines. So this story, the what if story, Doctor Strange, what if he lost his heart instead of his hands, is just devastating. The whole thing is just devastating. He yeah. goes through his entire life trying to save the love of his life. And ev at every turn, he is put through torture again and again. So is she, because she's got to die every time, by the way. Everybody's talking about how sad Doctor Strange is while this is happening. She has to die. I can't imagine that feels good, okay? When you die, right, it probably hurts. Like when she got shot or the 40,000 times he threw her off the cliff in that car. It probably sucked for the woman dying also, by the way. Um, so, But just like tragic, just tragedy at every turn. And then to learn, and then I think the other cool part of the episode, and it kind of tied, they kind of all tie in together, 
cool part number one is kind of the darkness of it and and how many consequences there are about it cool part number two is that we learn a couple of things about this multiverse timeline type structure right we, to see the we learn we learn that there's such things as uh, uh what are they called the absolute moments yeah right this is an absolute moment no matter what cannot be changed we didn't know that beforehand so that's cool it's cool to learn that it's devastating that the absolute moment was that this woman had to die and we also learn that the watcher is there right and like dr strange can sense him right like that's a real thing i would be shocked if we don't get a live action watcher at some point probably multiverse of madness because now we know what we know. We also learn about like some of Doctor Strange's like darker powers. Like we know he knows what the dark dimension is. We know he knows how to like manipulate it and work with it. And he's got the time stone, the eye of Agamotto, or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Right? Like, but here he is, like eating up these demons and like these terrible, terrible things and ending it. Like literally ending the universe. Like that it's like just such a tragic story from it's a it's a it's a shakespeare novel uh, novel it's a shakespeare play right it's just tragedy after tragedy after after tragedy and then everybody's fucking dead okay welcome to the show thanks for coming but it's just it was good i thought it was good i thought uh i thought it was a different pace right we always oh, we normally get these uplifting stories right and especially coming off a week right we came off the week earlier we had chadwick boseman voice Right, which everybody was super emotional over, with with Thanos like deciding that it wasn't worth the trouble, right? Like Basically. just like this uplifting, funny story, right? Ha ha ha, cool, cool, cool. And then the next episode is like, oh yeah, this guy's wife has to die forever. So sorry. And then oh, by the way, not only is that going to happen, but he's going to fucking end the universe. Like that's dark. I thought it was good. I just thought it was a good episode. Yeah. Thanks for explaining that. I was definitely looking for Ken to go into more detail uh, on the topic of this episode. Because I, for one, I get it that it was tragic. I get, like, the the meaning of it. I, I guess, like, the disconnect for me is that, like, I don't really believe that What If is fully canon. Yeah. So it just felt not, like a weird that, story to tell over having, and over and over again. You are having the the reaction that I thought I would have at the end of every What If. This. Yeah, but not every every episode goes like i just felt like this was like so repetitive like she, she's dying she's dying she's dying again <laughs> dying again i'm eating a gnome i'm eating a six-eyed yeah. falcon um i do think there's another and, squid and i think what we're gonna i, I think uh, we'll, we'll talk about this in our recap of episode four as well the zombie episode i think these what-ifs are struggling with their time constraints Fitting well, in a thirty-minute window. They are very window, fast. Yes, fitting in a thirty-minute like window is hard. Agree. Uh, it's it's good. I like how quick they are, but I think both the strange and the zombie one would have benefited from a few more minutes. Yeah, they um, they like they like they jumped like yeah. very quickly they were just like okay like it was like a fast talker trying to get a lot out in a presentation yes. and was just like trying to speak really quickly well, and you're the, like i heard it the but i don't a very understand. fast talker <laughs> yeah the watcher very interesting i like that point that you brought up about him being live action i think yeah that definitely stands weight but again 
like our Marvel came out in like 2008. Like it was like like the the cinematic universe was like officially technically established with Iron Man and then the yeah. Avengers 2012. It's only been 10 years, okay? I feel like they're planting so many seeds right now that are going to take like a decade to come out because of the movie schedule and the lineup already. They got to introduce so yeah. many new characters. They have these massive movies that they're probably going to take till 2025 to be honest, like going all the way out to like Thor Love. You're and not wrong, man. Um and even like Quantumania, I know like we're like, oh, Kang's here, Quantumania, it's gonna come, but like that's not gonna be here until end of 2023, which folks, that is not even next year, it's like two <laughs> years away. So I, I don't know. It, like I, I guess it's fun. I'm still a big uh, what if fan. I just really I didn't jive with episode three, and honestly was very surprised when I saw it was like rated in the nines for imdb and you guys all know that i'm a huge imdb fan <laughs> watch it every single week after loki i okay. felt like I, my my taste for the, the episodes was uh, was uh, aligned with the consensus for loki mm. like lamentus was like eh, all right like cool episode but definitely not one of the better ones and yeah it got rated in the high sevens but yeah this last episode very strange and i even told you like i felt like benedict cumberbatch i, I honestly did not even know it was him yeah. until the end um same with christine's actress um rachel mcadams rachel mcadams yes girlfriend would be very sad if i uh if she <laughs> knew I, I messed that up but all things considered like i knew it was chadwick boseman um yeah i knew it was uh Haley atwell i yeah. knew it was mark ruffalo i i just didn't like benedict you could have turned it up a bit to be like <laughs> the douche we know you are from Grinch village like we know yeah. you have it in you make this your episode he seemed like he just didn't care like maybe someone offended him and forgot he was smog and he was like whatever i'm gonna mail it in this wow. episode so and and he and he nails the pronunciation of smog too that's that's oh, big. i'm a nerd i'm a nerd baby that's, that's all i have big. to say ken i i appreciate your explanation here i just wasn't a big fan of the third episode of what i if. thought it was fine but and and all that considered like i i wouldn't put it at the top of my list um i would put it above captain carter uh, i mean i would feel ab- so different though i don't yeah, know what well, it is that, but i think felt captain so carter different. set a weird standard man captain carter set a weird standard for this show um and i feared that i was going to be vindicated with with how captain carter went i thought it was just going to be the redoing of some movie stories with different character decisions and that's where we were going to be at but episode two, episode three, and episode four have been so vastly different that they're just in another world from episode one. And it and it feels bad. I feel bad saying that because it also sounds like Captain Carter is going to be back in some future episodes of What If. Um, so it just it, it feels weird that that one didn't resonate as well as it probably should have with me. Um, but uh, end of the day, I think the the Doctor Strange episode... I think it's important to remember that Doctor Strange is kind of like a horror character. Like some nasty shit happens around Doctor Strange. Like all the time. All the time. Yeah. And like I I think we sometimes forget like we've got Sam Raimi coming back for for Multiverse of Madness and he's got some horror background obviously. Um, and, and I think we're going to, I think we're going to see some of the nastier stuff take place in multiverse of madness. And I think this show is kind of setting the setting a little bit of the table for that. I I think it was, I think it was good. 
I think I'd have it at number two on my list, maybe number one, depending on the day. Wow. What would be number one? Probably episode two. Yeah. It's just so hard to beat that. I mean, you can't, I mean, you know, you listen to, listen to Chadwick for the first time in however long and he's, you know, he's Black Panther and it's just really cool and hard to beat that. And then the, the fuck Thanos, man, I, I will never not laugh at Thanos at, in that episode. Yeah. That was a good one. Uh, speaking so. of, we get another uh, snippet of Thanos in episode four, the zombies edition, which yep. will be a separate podcast. If you're listening to this, we invite you to yep. click on that one, which will be posted at the time of you watching this, unless you're an absolute sicko and watch it or listen to this podcast immediately. Uh, Ken, that's all I had here for episode three. So far, big fan of what if happy. It's a nice summer show that I don't really feel like there's an urgency yeah. to watch it because there's no spoilers. So yes. all in all, you know, I'll take the good ones, the bad ones. Maybe I'll rewatch it. And what if I actually do like it on the second time? Hey, there he is. There is the watcher. You Lou is the cuck. The watcher is still a big cuck. We have to, we would he, be remiss to not announce that. I mean, every literally, I mean, literally, especially in episode three, when he was asked to intervene and he said, no, I could never. Yeah. You that's, know, that's, that cucky. is, that is hardcore cuck behavior. That yeah. is. Yeah. Ladies, keep an eye on your man. Exactly. All right, let's close it out. Thank you for listening to this episode of MCU for Dummies. I'm dummy number two. That's dummy number one. Salutes you. Two finger salute. There you go. Uh, check us out on Twitter at MCU for Dummies. Check us out on YouTube, podcast, all that good stuff. Uh, pleasure for having you along on this journey. And we'll see you in the next one. Take care, everyone. Bye.